listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at MatchLava, and it is Tuesday, so it is the beginning of the week still. Not really too much going on, um, just kind of a bit of a slower start to the week, I think. I've been able to do pretty well. I actually made a really, really high amount of sales today, made a good amount of money today, so I was happy about that. I was also able to source a couple products, which was good, so caught a couple restocks and did well with that. I actually caught a restock for the Yeezy 700 Inertias, which was awesome, so I got a pair of those headed on the way to me, as well as a couple other items that have been flipping really, really well for me recently, so I was able to catch those, which was kind of surprising. A lot of these items that are selling really well are usually sold out within seconds, so to be able to get them and to be able to actually have gotten a couple of them is kind of surprising to me, but also, I mean, really, really good. I'm, I'm happy about that. I got a few more on the way, and so it's been good. I've been able to sell through a lot of product really well, and I've been able to make a really, really good amount of money recently. So been happy about that, and it's just been, it's been, like I said, a good beginning of the week for sales, but a lot slower for other things. And so releases this week have been down a little bit. There really haven't been too many sneaker releases or anything, Um, but we can look forward to the rest of the week. I think yesterday I said that it was going to be a bit of a slower week or not as hype of a week for sneakers, but we have a ton of sneakers coming out this week that I wasn't really aware of. I wasn't paying attention too much to my calendar, and then I opened it up today and looked and saw that we have between... The Sambas coming out on Friday. I think the Space Hippie, uh, like, I don't remember what it's called, but the Space Hippie Wheats are coming out on Thursday, I believe. So we have those Thursday. The Samba Dunklos come out on Friday. And then Saturday we have the Jordan 12 Indigos, and we have the Yeezy, oh gosh, I, I don't know how to say the name. It's like Is Raffle. Um, or is Raphael, I don't know how to say it, but those 350 boosts are coming out on Saturday as well. So those are going to be a really, really good, um, uh, it's just going to be a good week for sneakers, I think. I don't know how well these will do. There are typically some sizes that do better, some sizes that do worse. You kind of have to pick and choose which ones you're going to go after. But I think I may go after a couple pairs just because I'm trying to do some new things and stuff like that. So I... I'm kind of excited for this weekend. I think there's going to be a lot of profitable sneaker flips. I think that the 12s will do really well. Um, Just uh, kind of trying to pay attention to see how many are going to be released and and go based off of that. But it's been a really, really good summer for shoes. It's good to see shoes doing really well. And then it's very good to see cards doing well. And I was listening to a podcast with the sports card investor, and he had DJ Ski on who is somebody who I think I've heard of before. I think Gary Vee may have had him on his podcast, but he is basically kind of just, he's like the the ultimate kind of hustler. Like he does, he's done everything. He's flipped sneakers, he's flipped cards. Now he's flipping cards, but he was a DJ for a while. He's still a DJ. So it's just, he's had a really, really interesting story and I'd never really listened to it before or it's been a while since I've heard it. I can't remember, but he sounded familiar. And he was talking about the card flips and how it reminds him a lot of sneakers whenever he started doing it back in 2015, 16, 17. And so that was something that to me was very interesting to hear because I've heard a lot of people compare cards to the sneaker 
market when it first came out. And quite frankly, I myself have thought of it a little bit as the sneaker market when it first came out. And so I'm still trying to get in on that. I think that there is a lot of opportunity with them. And I think that we are just starting to see the amount of growth that you can have with a new market that comes around. And I think we're kind of seeing, again, a lot of us that don't really know what to expect. A lot of us are seeing the sneaker market five or six years ago when it first started popping off. And, and it had been around for a while before that. But I mean, the Yeezy Boost when they first came out, those were amazing flips. I mean, people were flipping these zebras. I've talked about it time and time again, but they've been flipping those for, they were flipping them for like 1500 bucks. And they weren't anything special. They were the easy 350 boost zebras. They've restocked, I think, six or seven times now. I mean, there really isn't anything that's special about them. And so at this point, you you kind of have to, at least for me, I'm trying to decide how, how much higher can this card market go, uh, how much some of the cards that I'm holding are going to rise and what I should do with them. And I mean, like, like they were saying yesterday, there is a lot lower count of cards. It doesn't really matter what kind of card you're going after. Well, it does, but some of these cards, like a Prism Base compared to a Prism Silver, like a base card, the pop counts, which is how many are graded at like a PSA 10 um, or a PSA 9, or basically how many are graded at each one, the PSA 10 pop counts are like in the thousands. Like that's high for a card right now. But in order to get a pair of these sneakers that are releasing, Nike's releasing 70, 80, 90, 100,000 pairs. And that's like a lower, I mean, it's not like a super low stock sneaker, but it, it is lower-ish stock. I mean, they've done much, much broader releases than that. And so for me, it's interesting to see how little people are valuing the cards. And, and I really hadn't thought about it till yesterday, but how very kind of timid people are with these cards when they are really, really, really limited right now. I mean, with the fact that we have grading, with how successful grading has been for the card market and how it's kind of helped to keep cards valuable and keep them more rare because it's harder to get a PSA 10. Um, that kind of a thing has helped bring the card market a new, like to a new light, I guess, because it's just, it's very, very easy to uh, hold value when it's so hard to get a PSA 10 in, in a card. And so that's something that I've been looking at and I've talked about it before, but um, that's just something that was interesting to me. So yeah, I, I ended up today uh, just kind of doubling back, I went and I ended up seeing a restock for the Yeezy 350, or not the 350, the 700 Inertias, and I ended up getting a, I ended up getting a somewhat decent pair. Um, it was a, I think I got it like a size 13, so the the resale value wasn't crazy on them, but it wasn't it wasn't bad either. I'll probably be able to make 50, 60, I mean upwards of 50 bucks, probably hopefully 100 bucks if I can get them sold on eBay, but. We'll see. I, I just, I really wanted to get the shoes. I haven't had a pair of inertias to kind of get in hand and hold. And a lot of people seem to like the inertias. A lot of people like the, I think the magnets are another colorway that they have. And people really like those in the 700s. Um, and I haven't, and then there's the wave runners, which are like the most popular 700. Um, and at least in my opinion, they are. And so those sorts of shoes, kind of these older Yeezy colorways that I haven't gotten a chance to see because I wasn't flipping sneakers until this year. Um, that's something I kind of wanted to get in hand and actually feel and see what it was like and see the quality of them and stuff. But it, it, it was cool to get a restock of those. I really haven't ever copped a restock in sneakers when they just kind of restock on a random site. So that was cool to get. Those will be showing up at my house at some point, hopefully, as long as the, the order doesn't get canceled or something like that. And um, yeah, so that's what I've been, that's what I did today. So outside of that, I've just been thinking a lot about 
kind of where I am now. And I think there's a lot of people that either follow me or listen to my podcast or, or you know, just are starting this out and, and they really don't know that much about reselling. And it's kind of, it, sometimes when people ask me questions, it's, it almost catches me off guard because I haven't dealt with what they're doing in almost a year. And so it's something where I kind of have to double back and take a refresher on. And so a lot of the time I may just go back to some of the stuff that I talked about before because I think a lot of people miss that kind of stuff. And so one of the things that's kind of been interesting to me is Mercari and the Mercari shipping kind of what goes on with Mercari. And so Mercari is pretty easy compared to eBay. I think that it's one of the easiest apps to sell on in the world. Like there really isn't too much you have to do for it. I was talking to somebody on Instagram and they said, well, I used to sell on Mercari and then the shipping got hard. And for me, I was thinking, well, if the shipping is hard on Mercari, I can't even imagine what it would be like on eBay then because eBay, you are you are kind of left on your own compared to Mercari or Poshmark or some of these other sites which give you a basic, either Poshmark just gives you the label altogether or Mercari gives you a chance or a choice of a few different labels, but it's much, much easier to choose your label on Mercari than eBay. And so I was looking at it and there was, one of, there was a kind of a few things that were making me think of this. Somebody had texted me that I know that started reselling and they kind of said that they were having some issues with shipping on Mercari. And so I figured I'd talk about it because there are a couple nuances to it that I don't think a lot of people know. And so when you're doing Mercari and you're using a Mercari, you're like using Mercari to make sales, there it's very, very easy to glance over some of the things that are on their listing uh, like kind of making their listing. And I know about a lot of them just because I've been using Mercari for about a year now. So to me, all the things that are there, like I know which button to like tap to make like a bunch of options show up and stuff. It's just because one, I remember when all those options were just standard like on the screen and you didn't have to tap buttons to go to it or anything like that. And two, I've just been using it so long that it's kind of, it's just, I know it that well. So it's it's not really anything that complicated, but I did figure I would talk about it. So. When you're making a listing on Mercari, if you want to choose the shipping options, when you scroll down, it says something like shipping options or uh, like, you know, shipment or whatever. And it gives you two options as buyer paid or seller paid. Now, it's very, very simple. That's probably the easiest part of it. Seller paid means that you are paying for it and you are either going to use a Mercari label or you're going to find your own label. And buyer paid means that you are. Um, you are having the buyer pay for it and you are going to have to use a Mercari label to ship that item. And so that is really the difference. eBay gives you a lot of choices. Uh, you can choose to get your label from anywhere on eBay, whether the buyer pays shipping or not. You can choose to get it like either you can buy it yourself, you can buy it through eBay, you can buy it through Pirate Ship, you can buy it at the store, whatever you wanna do. And so Mercari says basically, if you're going to have the buyer pay for shipping, they're going to buy our label, which is fine. I think that their prices for shipping are pretty competitive. They may be a little bit higher, but not that much. Um, but for the buyer, it's really not a big deal. And they're all round like whole numbers. So it's not a big, it's not like, it, it's just, it, it looks clean, I think. I don't think it's something that the buyer would be triggered by. So if you want the buyer to pay for shipping, they're going to have to use a Mercari label and that's the end of that. And you just basically put in the weight of your item and then you can put in the dimensions. I find that that ends up jacking the price up of the shipping sometimes. So I'll just typically try to put only the weight in and then see what the price for shipping is. And typically if it's under 10 pounds, it's I think at most, I think if it's 10 pounds or less, you can ship it for about $12.50 with FedEx. 
or UPS, one of the two. And then if it's under five pounds, it's $9.99 anywhere in the country with UPS, which is a steal. So that's what I typically use. I'll typically try and, and it doesn't really matter the pricing either, right? Because either, whether it's a two pound item or a five pound item, it's still going to be $9.99. So if I know that the item is going to weigh, you know, whatever, it's gonna weigh close to five, I'll just put it at five pounds. Even if it's less than five pounds, if it's at three pounds, I'll still put it at five pounds. It's the same cost for the buyer. It's the same cost for you either way. It just ends up giving you a ton more wiggle room so you don't have to worry about walking into the post office and you know maybe you chose a three pound and your package ends up being three pounds and two ounces and they reject it. So I just do five pounds just to make things easier on myself. But let's say that you want to buy the label yourself. You're, you do a lot of clothing and typically people don't charge shipping for clothing unless it's like $4.99 or $2.99, but typically people do free shipping for clothing. So let's say that you wanna sell a t-shirt and you just wanna do free shipping on it. You have two options with that. You have the option to either use a Mercari label or to use your own label. And so I think Mercari defaults to having the seller pay shipping using a Mercari label. And if you think about it, of course they're going to do this because they are getting the majority cut of of that. If, if they're doing a, well, they're not getting the majority cut of the label, but they're getting a cut of the label sale, where if you go buy through Pirate Ship, Mercari doesn't get anything. So they want to at least set the default to them being the label provider instead of Pirate Ship problem with this is that Mercari is probably a little bit more expensive than you can get on Pirate Ship and like especially for first class and stuff I don't think that their rates are that good but for the buyer you know it's not really noticeable for us as, as sellers we know kind of shipping rates and how much shipping should be for stuff so we can kind of know where the better deals are and typically Pirate Ship does a lot better job with shipping rates than Mercari now I have noticed that some of their stuff like shipping with FedEx and stuff you really can't even touch that um, you know, 10 pounds or under anywhere in the country for $12.50. That's a steal. And I don't think that you can get that on Pirate Ship just because Pirate Ship doesn't offer FedEx or UPS. Uh, it only offers the post office and the post office to ship anywhere in the country for 10 pounds is significantly pricier than it is for five pounds. And Mercari just kind of lumps them all together. Well, I guess six pounds. Mercari lumps them all together, six to 10 pounds, $12.50. So a huge steal there in my opinion and so mercari shipping is a lot cheaper for heavier items it used to be even cheaper than it is now it used to be i think like anything under 10 pounds like 10 bucks or something i mean it was stupid um just stupid stupid cheap but for now what we have is pretty good rates i would use them if you're planning on shipping a heavier item so if you're right on that nine ten pound threshold and you're paying for shipping i would just ship through mercari and you're going to know what the set price of your label is every time, no matter if somebody buys it in Seattle, which for me is opposite side of the country, or if somebody buys it in Philadelphia, which is opposite side of the state, you know, that's a lot closer. So I would be paying, I'd probably end up paying a little bit more on Mercari than I would on Pirate Ship if they bought it, you know, the next town over for me, because it's going to cost virtually nothing to ship to them. But if they buy it in Seattle, that's going to cost a fortune using the post office. So I try to use their set shipping rates for anywhere in the country if I can, if it's a heavier item, just because they end up being a lot better prices that way. Now, if you're doing lighter items, I would try and ship on your own. And you have to make sure and mark that. Do not go into Mercari and mark down that you are going to have the Mercari label sent to you. And if you don't hit anything, it's going to be sent, it's going to default to Mercari charging you for label and sending you a label. So whether or not you mark that or not to you shipping it yourself and whether or not you buy your own label, if Mercari sends you a label, you're getting charged for it, I believe. So 
that is something that you may want to make sure that you do. It's very easy to glance that over and just skip by it because it looks like it's just set to that way. You can't really mess with it. But if you click on the shipping, it'll bring up a whole nother page that you can edit shipping. And it's it's relatively easy. I don't like the person and I'm not trying to discredit them, but the person that said it was hard. I mean, it it may it may take you a little bit to learn. I mean, I get that. But at the same time, it's relatively simple. Zero, I think like one to I think a pound or like one to two, one to three pounds maybe, I think is $9.99. Okay, so maybe I'm a little bit off. Maybe one to three pounds is $9.99. Maybe under five pounds between five and three is like $12.50. And then five to 10 is like, I don't know, 15, 16, 17, something like that. But it's still relatively cheap for, for the prices and stuff. So like I said, bigger packages, heavier packages, I would use Mercari. But like lighter stuff, make sure that you mark down buyer, or seller paid for shipping, seller paid for shipping, and you are going to mark down that you are providing the label. So I think it's called like finding a label on your own or buy your own label or something. And basically that's you deciding that you're going to have to get it. Now, if you choose that option, you cannot use Mercari shipping. They will not send you a label. You cannot switch over to it afterwards. Uh, at least in my experience, I haven't been able to. And you're going to have to find your own way to ship the item. If you choose a Mercari label, likewise, you cannot switch over afterwards. You're going to take whatever they give you and just ship it. And so that is kind of a problem because if you don't really know the weight of your item, I have a little bit of issue trying to say, well, I think it's going to be this. And then walking into the post office with the label that I already paid for out of the earnings from the Mercari sale and them saying, hey, this doesn't even work. This is way too light for what you're trying to ship. And so I try to gauge what I'm selling based on that. I used to go through and weigh everything. Now I kind of I'll weigh some stuff. I kind of know what stuff weighs and a lot of the stuff I'm selling is very similar. So if I'm selling 14, 15 of an item, I'll just weigh one and then that's the weight for all of them. So not too hard there. So that's what I, that's what I do. And then I try not to do the dimensions. Like I said, I just try to leave it and then I hit, I think it's like continue or whatever. And it brings up your three options. And then there's a fourth one called Mercari pack and ship. I would never use that. It, it's, it's them. It's you take it to UPS and they pack it and ship it for you. And it's like 30 bucks. Like that's, that's a complete waste of money. You can do it yourself half the price, if not much less, um, for the label. And I mean, unless your time's worth that much, I really wouldn't do it. So what I would do is I would probably choose UPS or FedEx, unless you're really concerned about the buyer wanting to get the item quickly, because that is another thing. If you do the post office, typically you will be able to get the item to the buyer quickly and they will see that based off of the shipment and kind of arrival dates that Mercari provides them where if you choose FedEx or UPS I think that they typically have a a little bit longer of a lead date and so you may show up as not one of the top search results just because they may be showing that you have um they may be showing that you will get it to them a few days later and so that's something to keep in mind you definitely do not want to kind of cost yourself sales, but I've never really seen a huge issue with somebody getting an item later on Mercari that rather than sooner. If they wanted the item immediately, they just go to Amazon because Amazon's the quickest. But, um, you know, typically people on Mercari are a little bit more laid back. They usually don't care as much. They're a lot easier to work with. They're very understanding. I mean, they're they're younger. I think they typically get it. And so they, they oftentimes are very easygoing and easy to work with. And it's a very kind of enjoyable experience selling to somebody on there. So for that, like I said, if you want the buyer to pay the label, you are shipping with Mercari. You are going to use a Mercari label. There's no way around it. If you are, I mean, unless you can figure out how to make the buyer pay you with like PayPal or something and pay for the label. But at that point, I mean, you might as well just not do the transaction. 
never mind. You know what I mean. So anyway, I mean, there's that. But or you could just um, you could pay for the label yourself, and then you get the two options: either using a Mercari label or using a uh, label that you find yourself through Pirate Chip or somewhere. And if you do that, you have to make sure that you actually choose that you want to provide your own label if you're going to do that. Now, if and this is what happened last night. So somebody, one of my friends, texted me and said, "Hey, I sold something on Mercari." And I used the label that I provided, even though it said Mercari, and, and they didn't know. And, and it's very confusing starting out, so I can see that. And so basically, if that happens, I would try and contact the buyer first, make sure that they are aware of the situation, just say, hey, I shipped this to you. I would not say that you are not going to get paid if they don't verify that, because you know the one time you do that, somebody could just be like a scammer. Um, but I would just say, hey, it's, it's giving me issues. It's saying that you need to verify that the item has been delivered can you do that and a lot of times i think that they can go through and just say hey this has been delivered at my house and then it'll register as a sale for you and then they can rate you and you can rate them and you don't have to worry about it if it will not work like that if, if you're not getting the buyer to do that if they just won't respond and it says that the tracking shows the item was delivered just take the label that mercari gave you so if you use your own label let's say you go to pirate chip not thinking you thought that you paid for the label yourself and you had marked that on mercari and if you go to Pirate Chip and you print out the label and you're like, oh, okay, well, I sent it in and I used the wrong label. I was supposed to use a Mercari label because that's what I had marked down. Just take the Mercari label, slap it on an empty box, and ship it. And it's already paid for, so it's not really a, a huge deal if you end up using the label. But what it ends up doing is it verifies that the tracking and stuff is uploaded and you, you'll be able to kind of get your stuff shipped out that way. It's already shipped to the buyer, so they already have the item. But it would just be a way to show Mercari that, hey, the tracking is actually tracking. Now, do not, under any circumstance, ship. <laughs> do not, under any circumstance, take an empty box and put a label on it and ship it out and say that you... That's not... That is not what I'm saying to do. I'm saying if you've already accidentally used another label to ship it to the buyer, I would try and... I. I would get in touch with Mercari is what I would do. But if you are in a pinch, I would just put it on another box, send a note to the buyer that says, hey, I needed to verify that the item was shipped. Would you just please do that? Uh, I used the wrong label, so I had to use this label as well and, and kind of that. And I imagine they would understand. That would be a last case scenario though. But if you really, really were in a pinch, that's what I would do. So, um, you know, you can you can kind of do what you, uh, what you want to with that. But if you are a little bit confused on Mercari shipping, I think that it's important to get a little bit of a grip on it and uh, and learn it because it is a very valuable tool. And just as Mercari is a valuable tool, all of these platforms are very valuable. They each offer different things. They each offer different markets that do better on one than the other. You're not going to go to Poshmark and sell sports cards. You're not going to go to eBay and you're not going to try and sell um, I don't know. I guess you can sell anything on eBay, but maybe you may not try and sell your stuffed animals as much on eBay because they do better on Mercari. And likewise, you're not going to, um, you can sell everything on Mercari too. You're not going to try and sell food on either Mercari or Poshmark because you're not allowed to. So, um, that would be, that would just kind of be the rotation there. I mean, there's different values and, and things that benefit each different platform. So use these platforms to your advantage. Make sure that you're cross-listing and cross-posting. I don't even know if when the last time I talked about that is, but you definitely need to be doing that because one, there is like 0% chance your items are going to sell at the same time. I mean, it's not zero, but it's very, very low. I've never had that happen before where you list a mug on eBay and Mercari and somehow somebody buys the eBay one and then immediately somebody else buys the Mercari one. That's not going to happen. So you just take it down after it sells. What you're doing is you're getting yourself a lot more exposure and opening yourself up to different markets. So that's what I have been doing. That's what I've always done. Um, I've, 
since I've been on Mercari, it's just cross-listed everything. Not everything, but as much as I can. And it definitely helps out a good bit. So with that being said, hopefully that helps you out. Hopefully it gives you a little bit of a better uh, bit of knowledge on Mercari and as to what you need to do on there to be successful and how to create a shipment on there and do it correctly. So hopefully that helps you out and that can give you a bit of a start. So with that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a good one and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.